The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air yeah. And the screams from everywhere yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Stop. now Only thing that's on my mind Is who goes this town tonight Hey, welcome to the Kwamela Sports Talk It is a Tuesday and we are Going Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday at some point. Some point, maybe next month. Uh, we don't have a date, but I am joined in the studio as always. Alex Clancy and Deborah Debris. Deborah has no coffee today. I'm telling you, Deborah it? thinks her coffee is all over her garage floor. Oh, uh, that's the worst. And then on, you was I rushing think out. I, I think I put it on the bumper. <laughs> put all my stuff, briefcase, everything, because I've got several <laughs> meetings. Drove out, got partway here, went to take a drink, and I went, oh, shit. Don't you hate when you're rushing and you had plenty of time to do what you had to do? You had your coffee already. And, oh, the and coffee was ready. It was mixed. It was special. Sitting on the bumper, nice and warm. Alex has his lactose intolerant uh, coffee. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. That. Was that a milkshake or something? It's not a milkshake. What is it? It's not a milkshake. It's it's a milkshake. Yeah, it's a milkshake. <laughs> It's yeah, power, no, I it's can a power drink. But I've been going for I've been going for a while this morning. I was up and out of I was gone. So I actually had time. I was sitting in a sitting Did you already play drink. a round of golf and No, I played yesterday though. <laughs> it was it was pretty 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 good. And I do want to talk about I do want to talk about golf. Okay. I want to get into some golf FedEx. Yeah. Uh that'd be one of the first things uh we talk about. Also, uh, around the second segment we do have the uh sports jabronis. That's uh Mike uh Mike Gregor. Let me get his name right, because yeah, I've, I've actually listened to their show. They have a pretty good show. They own the Voice American Sports Network and uh, Joe Dara. Joe Dara. They are on from Friday, on Friday, 7 p.m., and what's funny, they call it 4 p.m. transplant time. So that's all of us <laughs> out here in the West, because no, no one's from here. Well, Alex, you from the West Coast. But, uh, you know, transplant time. So that, that's actually pretty good. You should see their webpage, actually, cartoon characters. We may have to do Ooh, something I like, like that. I mean, I do too. Animation's I'm, cool. We're gonna have to steal that idea. I'm telling you, it's animated. Yep. Yep. Uh, but they will be joining in, and we won't ask them all the questions about what's going on in Philly. They they all access Philly everything. Ooh, but uh. we're gonna talk about Philly football. Andy Reid, Michael Vick. If y'all know, I'm not even Michael Vick. His play, his play. We'll talk to uh, Chip Kelly about that. We'll talk about Chip Kelly on that. But uh, Donovan McNabb, we get into all that stuff. Welcome to the show, 888-346-9144. Let's get into some sports. Debbie, you might want to get some coffee on the first break. Uh, It's not as good as yours, but it's in there. Uh, Let's talk PGA Tour nominees, player of the year, and rookie of the year. We don't have to talk much of the rookie year because I think uh, Spike uh, may get that. The 19-year-old guy, rookie of the year. Uh, Tenth on the money list, 19-year-old, $3 million-something. He's won, uh, but... Player of the year, I want to get you guys' opinion on who you think player of the year should be. I think it should go to Tiger. He has no majors in Tiger. Uh, and you can make a case with a lot of these guys, a lot of these guys. But five wins, and I know majors, uh, majors are great to have. I don't know how much they supersede over the amount of wins, over the amount of the wins you have. But winning five times and coming in second uh, once or twice, I believe, and being number one in the money list, uh, 
if I had a vote, it would be Tiger Woods. Uh, but you, but you have Phil Mickelson, you have Adam Scott, you have Henry Stenson in there. In there. Um, uh, who else is it? Matt Kuchar. You have a lot of quite a few guys in there that can. Um, Jason Duffner, who won the PGA, guys with majors automatically put them in as far as nominee. But I, I would, you know, just off the stats and the wins alone, because it's not easy to win on tour. It's definitely not easy to win in majors the way they do these greens. If I don't want Tiger to win any more majors, here what I do, and I get you guys' opinion on who you think the uh, tour player is, uh, the PGA Tour Player of the Year is. If I don't want most guys who spray the ball, who doesn't scramble well, well, I fix the course a certain way. I can narrow the course. The rough will be thicker. And in, in most cases, there, it's just like that. It, it doesn't change. Well, you can absolutely make the course not fit the golfer. Right. Yeah. You can. Big time. So you think so you on my so okay so you right there with my feel away oh, yeah. links getting and a lot of a lot of golfers um, when they're playing they'll go out several days ahead of time obviously they're over there several days ahead of time practicing but yeah. they'll walk the golf course backwards and, and, to and, yeah. check out the course to make sure that they know that they can see it from all angles where their ball is going to lie what the different nuances of uh, are of a certain holes when i was playing and i'm nowhere near those guys mm-hmm. i played from the green to the tee box i played backwards also right um, but you know it's not a conspiracy because it's, it's not just one guy this this course is designed for everybody so everybody has to play on it. it's not for one guy but i know this guy sprays the ball mm-hmm. does this i know this guy's a great scrambler Everybody has to play it, so that's what makes it fair. I get you guys' opinion on who you think. I already said Tiger, so but I mean, and that's, there's a handful of guys, and those guys also control their destinies in the FedEx, uh, which Henry Stinson uh, won. Alex, uh, your your candidate or your pick for the PGA? Well, pretty much, you were just saying that uh, course designers used to make it tiger-proof. Is what you're trying to say. I mean, it's really Tiger and everybody else. That's what it's been since he's come in in onto the PGA Tour. And people forget, Tom Lehman won the Player of the Year, uh, Tiger's first year on the course, with two wins. He had two wins, zero majors, and he was the Player of the Year. So, yes, you can give it to Tiger every year. You just can't. He's had more wins in the last two years than anybody. He's more. He's made way more money. Uh, he, it's, like, uh, it's like Phil Jackson when he was coaching the Lakers. You could give him Coach of the Year every year. But you don't. You give Greg Popovich coach of the year every year, but you don't because there's some sort of nostalgia in it. There's some sort of, oh, good for you kind of stuff. Like Adam Scott, I think Adam Scott should win it this year. I mean, Tiger, I think Tiger should. I think Adam Scott will. Either Adam Scott or Hendrick Stentz has kind of been under the radar most of the year. Adam Scott won the Masters. He finally broke through. You have, you have Justin Rose who broke through. You have Jason Duffner who broke through. So you have this young core guys that we talked about uh, a, a couple months ago that hasn't really been seen on the PGA Tour really ever and definitely not in recent history. So I think giving it to one of the young guns or younger guns because they're all getting older now uh, would probably be better. It would serve them better. Uh, but Tiger should win. He has, he has more wins than the top six combined besides him. Let me ask you this real quick before I go to Deborah. Are you giving it to Adam Scott because you tired of seeing Tiger win? Because you just made uh, – you just said Ty- Tiger can win it every year because of how they gave it to who you say uh, for two year two wins they gave it to uh, Tom Lehman Tom Lehman yeah mid 90s uh, late 90s yeah but you know the game has changed though but and the market has changed the media has changed TV has changed all because of Tiger well yeah and I, but I, you know what when Tiger was going through some stuff uh, his personal stuff I would watch because of Freddie Couples because I'm a Freddie Couples fan I would watch uh, to see what he's doing. I watch Phil Mickelson. I turn. I don't like Phil Mickelson's demeanor, but I don't have to 
He's uh, frumpy. He's, he's, he looks he's just goofy. <laughs> he's frumpy, yeah. But the guy is awesome. He's good. He's real good. He His imagination is around the greens. Is, you know, you can say what you want about how Tiger gets up and down from anywhere. Phil Mickelson's imagination is is the guy can win he's almost any tournament. He's consistently inconsistent. So <laughs> yeah, he, but so it make, he makes look. it interesting to watch. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but you have to appreciate that he goes for the gusto yeah. every single tournament he plays in. If he if he were to play safe, he would have more majors than he does now. Phil Mickelson, yeah, he would have about yeah he well, have about two that, or three more. Either that right, yeah. or would yeah. cancel out the majors that he has now because I remember that three wood from the sticks. He nails on the green over the, uh, uh, over over the um, over the creek. I can't remember what hole it was for the Masters, but that won him the tournament. So like there are things like that that work in his favor. And as Deborah said, I mean, yeah, if, absolutely. If those if those big shots, if he can execute those big shots in big tournaments, he wins those big tournaments. Yeah, he knows he's got that as a possibility. You know, he's done it enough times that he's always looking at you know what can I do with this shot, no matter where you know where the lie is. Um, one of the things I guess I would ask and look at is who's been, who's been the biggest influence on golf this year. Um, Tiger certainly continues to be an influence where before I think our expectations were um, Tiger's going to win. He's going to get to the end. There's going to be that excitement. He's going to close it out. There's no doubt about it. Now the question becomes what's going to happen? So he's still bringing the people in to watch because there's always that possibility and that excitement. He's still obviously very, very good. Um, and he's really good for the game of golf. Yeah, he, he's he's put a lot of money in. But yeah, Henry Stinson, Tiger Woods, Steve Stricker, Adam Scott, and Zach Johnson. You can throw him in the mix too because he won two weeks ago. Uh, but let me, I'm gonna give you uh, numbers, and I'm gonna read this for about Jordan Spieth. This is the rookie. This is the 19 year old guy I'm talking about. He's played 23 tournaments. If he's made every cut, that is 92 rounds of golf, not even counting the pra- practice uh, rounds that you must play. Um, these guys actually get fine if they don't play, play the practice round. You have to be sick or somebody else has to be sick closer to you. Started in 2013 with no PGA Tour status. Entered 23 events with one of John Deere Classic at 19 years, 11 months, 18 days. Youngest players to win a PGA Tour since 1931. Uh, finished seventh in the FedEx Cup. Long rookie to qualify in Tour Championship by Coca-Cola. And the youngest player in Tour PGA Championship history in 20 years. One month and 26 days, that is. Finished 10th in official earnings. That's $3.87, the $3.8 million. That's a lot of money for a 19-year-old. Yes, and that's is. just on his plan, not not to mention his endorsements. Um, also, he recorded a total of nine top 10 finishes, which is awesome. Tied uh, most top 10s on tour this year, 2013. Captain's pick for 2013 President's Cup. Mm-hmm. That's, that's rookie of the year. That's impressive. Yeah. That's rookie. That's a 19-year-old kid. This guy just getting out of high school, if he even went to high school. Because a lot of golfers, you know, exactly. I know at, at Hamilton High School, I, you know, they guys have missed their... Whether you show up for high school or not. Yeah, they missed their... They get a GED because they know. I mean, you can see... And golf is tough. But you can see this guy is going to be on tour. So they they get a GED and just practice for a year or two. Yeah. Uh, but this, but in my opinion, Jordan Spieth, or Spieth, however you uh, pronounce it, is is um, my tour player, the rookie tour player of the year. Yeah, I mean, I... I mean, you you I mean, have David Linthrop, uh, Russell Henley, Derek Ernest. You you have some top can- you have some candidates, but that guy, what what he's doing to the game, um, 
I don't want to say he's the next Tiger Woods. I didn't. That's why I hate when people say, "Oh, the next Jordan." It's not a next Jordan. It's the next whoever he is. You know, and that's nice. And I'm gonna be a Debbie Downer here, but the chance of him <laughs> sus- be Debbie? careful now. Be careful now. <laughs> the, the, the chance, of, the chance of him sustaining this in golf, especially, is difficult. You know, you have people that kind of come out of the woodworks. They they build their foundation. You know, they do things. They might lose their card, and now and now, uh, losing your card is so much easier than it was before, right? I mean, you have to finish in the top. Top whatever, top hundred or or whatever, yeah. top one twenty five or something like that to to retain your card, and then you have to go through school. It's not school; you have to win um, Q school or well, no, I don't think I, th- I think Q school is becoming changed. obsolete. Yeah, yeah, it's obsolete. You have to you have to finish high in this tournament to get your to get your card back. So I mean, it'll be really interesting to see what happens with this kid. And one thing about Tiger that I have to say, he said he was satisfied. He shot a sixty seven last Sunday, uh, this past Sunday. He said he was satisfied with his year. Uh, that's Mm-mm. BS. I mean, that is <laughs> that is that's ridiculous, and and I've talked about this before. He's been very very candid with how he's really felt. He's like, well, I had good shots, and if I made putts, I would have won a tournament. That's re- take some responsibility for you sucking during some of the tournaments. You have to take some responsibility. You, you're not a robot remember, anymore. Tiger, once you change, once you he, cheated he on your wife, model. you're not a robot anymore. He's a role model, a no. robot. 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 Oh, okay. Okay. Once, you, once, you, once you stick, <laughs> you know, once you cheat on your wife, you're not a robot anymore because you you actually made a mistake. So then you actually have to act like a human being, which he's never really known well, to do. I had a lot to say about that, um, but unfortunately, we're going to break, so I'm going to let it. <laughs> sorry. You can't be a I'm not sorry, Debbie, but and I'm doing my air Debbie Downer. Debbie wah, Downer. Wah. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a lot, but you make some, you make some good points. I don't, I don't know. They, arguably, they, you know, we can argue that all day sure long. Sure, we could. But we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We have uh, Mike Gregor on hold, Philly Sports, Jabronis. Uh, these guys are hilarious, but... Uh, they everything Philly. So we'll take a break. Quamalot Sports Talk. Alex Clancy, Debbie Debris. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome back to the Quantum Lasso Sports Talk. Alex Clancy, Deborah Debris. Deborah, no coffee? It's brewing. Oh, man. Nobody it, knew I was coming. Well, you know you can pull it out in the stops. I know. I tried that. I'm used to do, do. I'm used to shortcutting things and still getting it done, and didn't work this time. Coffee pot one. Oh, I always pull it out. Coffee, <laughs> coffee. 
Yeah, I've heard about that. <laughs> There's rumors around town about that. They don't. They're lies. Rumors are lies. <laughs> rumors are lies. Hey, welcome back to the show. Eight 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 three four six nine one four four. We are. We are don't back. Be calling for help. <laughs> yeah, he called him Jesus. He don't even go to church. You're right. Yeah, well, you don't have to go to church calling Jesus, though, do you? No, that's I, I that's don't, very true. I don't want to take. this. Oh, we're not though. talking. That, that's a wrong, we, we, wrong radio station for Jesus, that. Jesus likes sports. We can talk about Jesus. He's a oh, sports fan. I think. Bring he Tebow, liked me when bring I played. Tebow back. That's right, Tebow. There you go. But we do have Mike Gregor <laughs> <laughs> on the line. Uh, Philly sports uh, jabronis. Um, uh, that show was on. I'm telling you, you guys got to listen to the show. The mm-hmm. Voice of Mary. Uh, that show is on Friday, 7 p.m. Philly time. And for you transplants, it is uh, 4 p.m. Mike, welcome to the show. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me on, Kwame. How are you doing today? Uh, we doing pretty good, man. You on with uh, Alex Clancy and Deborah Debris also. We doing fun. We just have fun for an hour. We wish it could be two hours uh, every day. And we will work on that. But I listen to the show, man. You guys are hilarious. I, I, love, the, I love everything Philly, too. So uh, definitely, thank you for calling in. I want to ask you some questions, uh, though, about you know the great debate. We do have some questions. Uh, Donovan, I know going back was a big thing to retire his jerseys during the Kansas City Chiefs when Andy Reid came back. Uh, give me, give us the atmosphere. I, I know you there with press passes. You and uh, Joe uh, get to a lot of the games, and I know Joe also does football. dot uh, com writes for. He also writes for the Cardinals as well. Uh, but he's in Vegas somewhere. I don't know what's going on in Vegas, but we'll figure that out later. Um, but give us the atmosphere and what it was. Andy coming back, guy coached 14 years for the Philadelphia Eagles, and he's off to Kansas City, plays the third week of the season in Philly, and wins. And wins at the same time. Donovan goes back and gets his jersey retired. What was the atmosphere uh, during that time? Mike, can you hear me? Did we lose Mike? Okay, well, I wanted to, the Philly game. Um, I was supposed to be out there because I think the next day in Atlanta City, uh, Donovan um, had his retirement party. Mm-hmm. So obviously he retired as a Philadelphia Eagle. Uh, but I just didn't, you know, I just, I always wait to the last minute and I'm not going to, you know, last minute tickets get outrageous. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, yeah. it, but I did want to know what the uh, the great debate was if you will, of uh, Philly, what was going on in Philly with Donald McNabb, uh, Andy Reid coming back. And we'd ask those guys when he come call back in. Did you watch any of that game, Kansas City Chiefs? Yeah, I did, LaShawn McCoy. That's what, I, my, my, do you watch, my, are you watching football for fantasy football? Or are you no, watching I'm watching football for football. What, what, what intrigues me about Chip Kelly's timing of choosing to come into the NFL, and we talked about this last week, is that defense is becoming more and more, I used the word obsolete uh, last week, I, I, I mean less and less important because if, if you have a quarterback you know, that can't be touched who throws for 400 yards, you don't necessarily need to stop the other team. You just need to score more points. So it's interesting that Chip Kelly chose this year on the heels of just this this overhaul of new rules and penalties and fines when you hit the quarterback and you hit defenseless players. So I think that they're gonna. I think that it, it's gonna be really interesting if if everybody can stay healthy, especially you know Michael Vick and Shady. If if they can stay healthy, then I Michael mean, Vick th- needs to learn how to slide. He's still diving first. Uh, mm-hmm. We watch RG uh, three dive first and fumble the ball. Yeah. Oh, I, I want to get into Washington down the road. First. I'm, I'm just yeah. about tired of him. He's too apologetic. I, I make no apologies for how I play. He's too apologetic. I think we have Mike back. Mike, I don't know how much you heard, but I want to know 
Um, what's what's the great debate that was going on in Philly? Obviously with Donovan McNabb, you know, we watched the atmosphere of him at halftime and Andy Reid being back. Can you give us a little insight on that? Yeah, yeah, I'm back. Sorry about that. Uh, I got broken up there for a second. But, um, yeah, we did a great debate on our show last week. Uh, my uh, jabroni partner, Joe, he has a little man crush on Donovan, so he's a little biased. <laughs> oh, but, he's kind of uh, like Alex. No, stop it. <laughs> Alex and Kobe. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I was I was at the game, and, and so it happened the night before our show. And it was... It was interesting. Everyone was kind of kind of scared to see what kind of reception he was going to get because of the, the love-hate relationship he had with right. the city here, especially with the fans. And uh, if, you, if you guys watched the game, obviously he got a standing ovation, and everyone uh, it was all love for Donovan, for number five, as he called himself in his speech. Yeah, that's what, that's what we call him out here. You know, he lives out here in Arizona. That's what we call him, five. Just call him five or done. But uh, you know what? I, I thought... I thought it would be love because Donovan did. Donovan was a, I know, coming in, leaving Syracuse, getting to Philly. They wanted somebody else, and it was just the booze. But when he got there, I think he held his own for the most part to bring a championship, to do whatever thing he could to uh, be successful in Philly. Uh, not for Donovan, but for the, the team in the city. Because in Philly, it, is, it can't be about you. It has to be about the city as well. In Philly, they love their Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, they're a sp- sports town. Everything Philly is about Philly, about the fans. Uh, but I thought that it would be a good deal when he went back. Uh, just the atmosphere. And then Andy Reid coming back, I figured that would be a standing ovation because Andy Reid was just a, you know, that guy, first class type guy. Everything that was going wrong, he stayed first class. He didn't throw a lot of guys under the, he didn't throw anybody under the bus as far as I know. And you there, so you'll know more about what Philly is and what's going on in Philly. Yeah, there were there were a couple Incidents at the end there where he kind of indirectly called some people out. David Akers, the kicker. Um, <laughs> Akers. But yeah, it was never about with both of those guys. It was never about what they what they did. Their accomplishments, their records speak for themselves. No one's going to debate. I don't think anyone that I've talked to would ever debate that they're not the greatest quarterback coach combo in franchise history. It was just it was the personality they. Neither of those guys ever seemed to to get the whole Philly attitude and, and never connect with the fans on on a personal level. Yeah, uh, Mike, I got a question about um, the the Chip Kelly regime starting. Uh, do you think that uh, it's two questions? One, do you think that the bodies can withstand the physical beating, especially by the offense, because of how many plays that Chip Kelly is trying to run and in what fashion he's trying to run them? And two, do you think that this could work in the long run? It's it's easy to change something up coming into the NFL, and people don't have a lot of tape on you, especially with NFL talent. Uh, do you think that this can withstand the test of time uh, with h- how many offensive plays he's trying to run? I I think I think he's, he's a smart coach, and I think he's going to figure out a way to make this work. He keeps saying he has a plan. He has a plan. The conditioning program is out of control. I mean, it's like a military thing over here. He's got a sports science coordinator. Um, these are definitely the fittest players, I think, in the NFL right now. But, he's, yeah, the, what he did that first week in Washington, that's not going to that's not gonna fly for a 16-game schedule. I mean, I think he saw it last week already. Um, the offensive line, they just look gassed already. And, they're, they're, and then they played three games in 11 days, so... That's going to take a toll too, but he's going to have to learn how to slow it down a little bit, and and I think he's going to figure it out. But to be realistic, 
you got to think, you know, five wins, six wins is, is a real, realistic goal for this team right now. now I mean, th- they just don't have the personnel, especially on defense. Do they, um, I think they, they signed Dennis Dixon. I think he's still with the team, right? I mean, d- is there a point where you're going to need to bring in a read option backup that's not Nick Foles? Well, because obviously he's not a read, a read option uh, quarterback, but if you bring somebody in that has that has the wheels to maybe give Michael Vick a break on a, like for a series in the middle of the field where you run the ball or, or run the option or do whatever, do you think at some point you're going to have to uh, evolve and do something like that, which is kind of unheard of in the NFL, to run a two-quarterback system? Like, Do you think that that's a possibility? Uh, I don't know. I don't think he, he wants to do that. I mean, he wants to do this right. I mean, it's the NFL. It's not, he's not in college anymore. But uh, the rumor mill is already going pretty hard about the draft and and possibly if they could get a Johnny Manziel or a, a Marcus Mariota, his, his old quarterback at Oregon, is already uh, being talked about pretty highly here. <laughs> so, yeah, they're going to have to figure out the, the quarterback situation because Mike Vick is not the long-term solution. And, and Nick Foles has been very average, in my opinion. And Matt Barkley, Matt, Matt, Matt Barkley's the project. I mean, he's the rookie. He could be something, but like, like you're saying, they're really not the read option typical quarterback. So we'd have to run a more traditional kind of NFL offense. I thought the um, uh, the problem with the defense is well, the lack of talent. <laughs> other than that, but I thought, yeah, they, yeah. Are you are you a free agent? Can can you get in there? They need they need some help in the secondary. Big he, who time. Needs, he needs free golf if he's going to go out to yeah, Philly. Yeah, I, I need to play at the uh, free agent and free golf. Valley. What's the it's the golf course out there? My agent Jim Solano. Uh, lives out that way. A, we used to play at his country club. But no, I can give them some Gatorade. That's much most I can there do for go. those guys. Or some bowling. But I thought the um, <laughs> I thought the uh, offense was going to be the cure for the defense when you put up so much so many points. If you at least nine to sixteen points ahead of a team, uh, you know defensively you can fire off or you can run certain defense. You don't have to have a prevent for the most part during the, during the you know the first three quarters, but when you have when you can outscore a lot of teams, then defensively that's when you make your big plays because they got to play catch up, so the ball has to be in the air. Uh, but with this offense, there's no I don't think there's such thing as scoring quick, so you have to put the points on the board. Defensively, they can't sustain to keep the to keep a lead for those guys. I, I don't see Michael Vick, uh, although I'm a Michael Vick fan, Newport News, Virginia. <laughs> I don't see Michael Vick as uh, <laughs> as the long term. But you, a, a guy like we talk about Johnny Manziel, a guy like him, Dennis Dixon, his quarterback back in Oregon. Uh, you bring in those guys, but then you got to have a guy like um, you got to have a prodigy that he's working with in case I want to change up different offenses, do different personnel, give different looks, give give your opponent things to work on throughout the week. Do some stuff where they have to work on it and they waste their time and we're going to run our same offense. I think Chip Kelly, uh, I think all of us agree that he's smart enough where mm-hmm. he's going to figure this out where he's more dominant put that defense. But, and I'm talking defense from an offensive guy. Mm-hmm. Put them in a better situation where they can make plays. But Vic looked really tired too. I mean, towards third, fourth quarter, he looked really tired. And you've got to teach these guys, especially when you're going to work them that hard during the week and obviously put them under the pressure of the game. You've got to teach them how to build their resilience during the game as well as during practice so they can get to that fourth quarter and still have the go power that they had in the first quarter. Three games in 11 days. I, I just, oh, no, I that's heard tough. Of, yeah, it's that's tough. tough. And then that's that mentally, fact, physically, and emotionally right. very tough. Uh, Mike, let me ask you real quick before we let you go. Um, and Alex may have something also, but I want to know what's what's going on with Michael Vick and this uh, autograph signing. Um, uh, have you heard anything? It's been postponed due to death threats. Uh, what? Who's who's 
doing death threats. Yeah, I did. I did hear that. Um, I guess it was. I think the death threats were actually against the the organizer of the event, not against um, Michael Vick himself. They were just mad for bringing him out. It was like in York, Pennsylvania. It wasn't. It wasn't in Philadelphia. Oh, um, okay. They were just more comfortable with you know, crossing, Michael Vick, obviously, the lightning rod for did, controversy. Did, but um, I haven't heard anything from him. They've been off. This is their first day back at practice today. They've been off since since Thursday night, pretty much. Well, they need that rest. So uh, yeah. we'll see if he has any comments about it today. But I mean, this isn't the first time. This this has happened before at other appearances. Um, people just you know they just get heated about about Michael Vick and the dogfighting controversy. It's either some people are able to to put it behind them and, and move on, and some people just won't let it go. There's there's no middle ground when it comes to talking about Mike Vick. Which which is incredible incredible to me, uh, and a guy does two years in penitentiary, not jail, penitentiary mm-hmm. for the situations. Dog, I understand a lot of I mean, some people love animals more than they love humans. I understand. I, okay, I get it, but if you, I believe in second chances and second chances mm-hmm. only. Uh, I believe in paying for your penalties, and once that's done, you give a guy a chance to move on. Uh, if you don't have one anything to deal with them, then just don't deal with them. I understand that, but death threats over, you know, order, autograph yeah, signing. Yeah, how do you, how do you even balance that out? Okay, I'm, I'm a dog lover. I'm an animal lover. Yeah, yeah, I hated what happened out there, but at the same time, like you say, the guy did his time. It's over. It's done with. He's made amends and. You know, let's say, you know, let's take a life for a life. That seems a little... Uh, uh, obviously, he hasn't made amends with everybody. Because he's getting... He don't have to. That is, is it, was a, it was a, you know, private event. You had to pay to come, and you got a chance to... It was like a meet and greet, and you got an autograph. So, I mean, if, if you're not into that, then just stay away from it. You don't, right. you don't That's have to what put I say. in that environment. Just don't go. That's what I say. If you're not into it, just don't go. But this has to do with the guy who's putting on the... Uh, the autograph signing. Mm-hmm. If you're not into it, just don't go. Then you don't ever have to. It could never be an issue with you. Some people don't like other guys, other people's success. Stay away from it. It's successes for everybody. It depends on how you go about it. All right, uh, Mike. We're gonna let you. I appreciate you calling in. I don't want to hold you because I do want you to come back at some point. Uh, we definitely been checking out the show. I've I've heard the show. I don't know if these guys heard it yet, uh, but I I enjoy what you guys are doing. Um, anything before you go? I know you guys are on Friday at 7 p.m. and 4 p.m. on this side of the country. Uh, what's coming up for you guys next? Yeah, um, I, I think we're going to keep rolling with the Eagles talk. Um, you know, the Phillies are dead. <laughs> the Phillies are pretty much dead. We got, we got another week before the Flyers start, um, and people aren't that excited. And the uh, Sixers are doing media day Friday, but I'm not really sure if they're a professional basketball team at this point. Yeah, they might be. Uh, <laughs> they're pretty. NAI. They're pretty, they're pretty pathetic. <laughs> and no like one Phoenix. even goes to the games. Well, so we're going to keep riding the uh, Chip Kelly train here. Well, uh, keep riding that, and we're going to stay on top of that. And when basketball season comes, is where Alex starts salivating because uh, Kobe is coming up, and he maybe have two more years in the league. Um, but I definitely appreciate you. We'll we'll next time we probably have Joe with you guys, uh, and we'll talk about that. Uh, what he has going on, especially in Vegas. Yeah, ask to get his opinions on Donovan. That'll be uh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> he has a man crush on Donovan. I'm gonna ask Joe. I'm gonna ask Donovan about him, though. You know, we probably. I might try to get those guys together, like on the air together. He might go crazy. Oh, about he would. Oh, uh, he would love that. You have to get a mop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, appreciate you joining the show. Uh, we'll take a quick. We're gonna take a break, and we'll come right back. Uh, Mike Gregor from. Uh, 
sports Jonas, uh, jabronis, I'm sorry, uh, and for everything Philly. Every, <laughs> Alex Clancy, Debra Debra. Take care. Take care. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you? It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Now some of you might still be in that place. If you're trying to get out, just follow me. Hey, welcome back to the Formula Sports Talk. Uh, we'd like to thank Mike Gregor uh, from Sports Jonas, um, everything Philly out that way, uh, for, for joining the show. Guy was gracious enough to say call him anytime when we want some Philly talk, and we'll be. Oh, that's a mistake. Yeah, he, yeah, he, should, <laughs> he should have said that. But but check out this show; they do have a good show. I, I do like the uh, animated uh, look they have on their website, which is could be fun. It, it's fun. Uh, when well, you're having a good time anyway, so we might want to look into that uh, whenever we go to four days, which October somewhere, maybe October 13th. How about that? October 13th. Is it on Friday? <laughs> no. Damn. I need a Friday 13th. That was last month. We just had one. Yeah, yeah. September, this month. September 13th. It was this month. Hey, we uh, we talked a little bit of golf. Uh, we all have our different opinions in who the player of the year is, but rookie of the year can't be denied. I mean, unless it's boxing and, and there's some – yeah, boxing where there's some controversy. You know, in boxing there's always controversy. We didn't get to talk Mayweather, um, but we'll talk some uh, MMA when it comes up. But I do want to get you guys' uh, opinion on some um, um, football stuff. Let's get into football. The most disappointing team right now, I'm going I'm to list a few of them, and you say, you guys let me know, are they really what their records are or are they just having bad breaks? And everybody at this point create their own breaks, like Pittsburgh, Fumbling. All right, zero and three Giants, zero and three Pittsburgh, zero and three Washington, one and two Atlanta. I, I mean, I didn't think Atlanta would be. I figured they'd be two and one at this point. Um, but the season's what it is. Three and zero Seattle, three and zero Denver looks unstoppable. Uh, is this a New England team that they're three and zero? But is this a New England team that 
you know, escape with some wins, which is, hey, football is football. You take them and run. You don't cry about the wins. You don't cry about the losses. You take them and run. But now they're getting guys healthier. They're getting guys uh, understanding the Tom Brady well, rants and pressure. <clears throat> oh, and three Tampa Bay. Uh, one and two 49ers. Uh, I want to get into some uh, Terrell Pryor and his success or you know what they need to do in Oakland to put bring this guy, make this guy more successful. Put the talent around him. It used to be about speed, and Christian Ponder, he has to, uh, he has to go. They he got a, rid he of. Had a good game yesterday. He had a good ago. game yesterday. I'm talking about his whole career, which is short enough. But they got rid of this guy. I'm a believe. I'm a huge believable believer of giving this guy some time, putting things around him. But in Vikings, it's all running. He can't throw. When you throw him for, okay, we'll start with Christian Ponder, Alex. Oh, I don't want to start with Christian Ponder. <laughs> if you throw on no more than 120-something yards a game and it's all predicated on the run, teams are stacking the box and he can't make that happen. They're stacking in box and Adrian Peterson is still getting his yards. They're putting eight in the box, sometimes nine, and daring Christian Ponder to throw the ball. That's how Ben Roethlisberger started? Yeah, but he, you're going to kill your running back who's the who's the face of your team, really. Christian Ponder is actually, actually not the face of Minnesota Vikings. It's right. Adrian Peterson. Yeah. But when you do that, you're beating up a guy. You're taking two years off his life. And the National Football League is running back by committee. It's whatever committee that's behind Adrian Peterson. But when you have to use him all the time and you can't open up the run, and you can do it either way. You can open up the run by passing the ball. He can't pass the ball. They got rid of Donovan for this guy. Um, or you can run the football to open up the pass. He can't pass, so Donovan's last it's game was like five for thirteen for thirty-two yards. All right, that was like his. La- that was his last game. His last game. Okay, go ahead. What's the game before that? I I just remembered his last game. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't win many isn't games. That, isn't that the way football is, or any is. other sports? Well, we just remember the last, the last play. game. I mean, that's, that's no, an no, easy no, stance to take. Yeah, but no, that's but reality. It is sports. It that's is. reality. You know the, the last. So game. next man up. So you weren't good enough then. Next man up. But that, okay, that's my point. You're making my point for me um, on Christian Ponder. Who's going to step up from him? Or the coach going to lose his job? And coach should have lost his job. You think so? Yeah. I w- think. When? I mean, they got lucky last year because they made it to the playoffs. That was all on AP. That was the best running. They made arguably it to the, the best rushing season. The, the marketing, and the, the, I don't want to even say marketing, but the media, how they blew up what AP was doing as far as chasing Eric Dickerson's rushing record. Um, so. That gives him another year of, as far as coaching. Yeah. But if he, don't, if he doesn't get it done, I think he's uh, going back to defense coordinator somewhere. Yeah, I think so too. But the, the worst team, Giants. The, the most disappointing <laughs> team is the New York football Giants. Yeah, that's what I uh, hear. 38-0 to Carolina. Carolina looked awful the first two weeks. I know because Camden is my fantasy quarterback. And you have, uh, you have a great uh, three-headed monster receiving core, Hakeem Nix, Victor Cruz and Ruben Randall's kind of in, instilling himself into it. They can't get the ball to those guys. Well, because they, they don't have a running game. Right. Because David oh Wilson can't hold on to the ball, and Andre Brown's hurt, and Brandon Jacobs isn't, isn't what he used to be. Their offensive line is awful. These two guys were sacked. Uh, Peyton Manning and Eli Manning were sacked the two least in, in the NFL last year, 21 and 20 respectively, and that's not happening this year. Well, it, it is with, Manning, it is with, uh, with Peyton. With Peyton, with Peyton yeah. But Eli's now getting – this is the old Eli Manning. This is old. I mean, he threw for like a hundred and what, hundred and like six yards last week. Yeah, it was ponder like. It was, <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But I do think the best is uh, the Miami Dolphins. But that's what you that said. was the biggest surprise for me so but, far. But that's what I was saying about um, well, Cleveland Christian Browns Ponder. came back too this last yeah. week. Yeah, Cleveland was interesting. Browns actually played a, you know, but the Dolphins could win that division. Well, you got the Patriots right there. The Patriots have beat the Jets, the Bills, and Tampa Bay, 
and barely besides Tampa Bay. But those guys are getting better. And you the one making an argument about those receivers and Belichick and his team and Tom Brady and that offense. They're going to only get better. They're going to get better. Well, if I'm ba- that bad and I snuck away with three wins, I'll take it and run. Yeah, so Eli- I'm not going to complain about the losses because nobody wants to hear that. But I'm not going to make a big stink over the um, over the wins neither. I'm just going to get better because in the wins – I think you find more mistakes in wins than you do in losses. I'm, obviously, the losses there, you're doing something wrong. But in the wins, when you get in that meeting room and that film session, you can say a lot of things that just happen to go your way, the ball bounce away, or we got away with this, and or they play lesser teams. You mentioned Tampa Bay. Buffalo is one of those teams that I say in two years we'll be talking about if they bring the nucleus together. And that you can make that comment about any team. But in two years and what they have, I didn't think the draft pick at quarterback, it came out of nowhere, but the guy can play. Yeah, he And C.J. Play. Spiller stays healthy. Yeah, But that's a tough division. Until but Tom you, Brady's gone, that's like Houston with Indianapolis with Peyton Manning. Until Tom Brady's gone, they're not going to be relevant. Houston had to get over the hump, man. Manning's gone. So now Houston arguably could, you know. Well, no, but now not, he has Andrew Luck. Luck. Now Andrew Luck. Year, I was going to so, say, yeah. I'm not sleeping on Andrew Luck and what he, what he Trent can Richardson. do. Mm-hmm. I mean, Trent Richardson. Trent Richardson. And I, I do want to ask you guys about that. Deborah. It looked like you yes, had something to say. Oh, no, I, no, I was just going to uh, look at, you know, one of the things that I was going to talk about is the fact that, you know, we always look at what's wrong with football, what's wrong with the individual players or the whole party bus, the drug bus, the DUIs, the quarterback blowups, the coaches are messed up. Part of what I want to look at today as we're talking about this is, um, you know, what's right. What's right with some of these guys because there's a lot of these guys that are just busting it out. I mean, they're looking, as you just mentioned, Kwame, that when you have a good game, you go back and you go back and look at the the nuances of what did you do right? Not only what you did wrong, but what do you did right? What you did right because you've got to leverage that. And you know, you look at somebody like Peyton Manning, who is back to as we say, being your old self. Or you know, Tiger, we talk about you know when's he going to be himself again? Uh, Peyton Manning is back to his old self, and the thing is, is because sure he's is. repeating and playing the way he's always played, and he now has the confidence that he used to have in the past that he didn't have going into last year. So, you know, when these guys, and there's so many of them in the league, no matter what position you look at, have got high expectations, they recover quickly, they're flexible about what they're doing, and they're out there having fun. They're serious, but they're having fun, and they're getting it done. you got to have fun. When you take this game too serious, the serious part about this is my business, this is my job. That's right. The fun part, you got to have fun. You just, and most guys forget mm-hmm. that when they play growing up in the, in the yard or in the backyard or doing with their buddies, that how fun that game was. But then the business part came and, and, and made it so serious and made it personable. Now, there's a lot of guys, and I say this all the time, there's a lot of guys, a lot, high percentage that will play for free if everybody else played for free. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they have just for the love of the game. For the love of the game, well, the passion of the game. And that's one of the big things when I'm working with players that I find is they're so stressed is why they're starting to have difficulty. And when we can go back and remember, and most of them go back to high school, sometimes the first couple of years of college, when they were actually having fun. They were playing at their absolute best. They were having a great time, certainly taking it serious. And when they can shift their attitude and their, their beliefs and their behaviors around that, and now go out and practice as well as play really hard. I mean, they actually play harder than they have in the past, but they're doing it and having fun. That's when they start making plays again. Well, you look at all those teams that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that I, and we talk about the surprises, all those teams that, that, I, that I name. I'm, I'm not surprised about Seattle, but Seattle looked like a dominant team. They mm-hmm. look like the 
the Denver Broncos and what they they can't be stopped. They have no receivers either. They have, they have no, Seattle has they have nobody. They got yeah, they're making defense. it happen. That defense without. is incredible. <laughs> they have they have yeah. Zach Miller and they have Marshawn. Lynch. I mean that's it. Right and Rice. The, what do they got? Sidney uh, Rice has Rice. been hasn't been relevant since he's been there. He had I a know, couple big touchdowns. He had a big touchdown catch last year. Right, but I'm saying he had one uh, last week too. But I'm saying to, well to your point, they have no receivers. They their offense looks deadly. Look what their offense did to the 49ers who we thought, and it's only three weeks. You know how you make all the, right. <laughs> the nonsense comments on the first week of football? Right. It's, it's only three weeks. Teams can, I mean, I, you don't, you don't want to be sitting 0-3, Giants, Pittsburgh, and Washington. You don't want to be sitting 0-3, Tampa Bay, Minnesota. Right. <laughs> you don't want to be 0-3. That's a, that's a that's tough a mountain tough to one to come back yeah. from. Now, and yeah. I, I'm going to make a bold talking about your Peyton Manning thing. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I don't think he ever skipped a beat, and I think that was the, that was the huge thing. Maybe mentally what did he sit out for two years, or a year and a half, two yeah, years. Yeah, I was. Yeah. So, I and my bold prediction, which isn't really bold, they're not going to make the Super Bowl this year. This is exactly what he does every year. He's huge during the regular season. He's in his. He's in his comfort zone. He's the best regular season quarterback of all time. But w- something's going to happen. They're going to get a bye, and they're going to play Houston, or they're going to play Cincinnati, or somebody like that. They're going to beat him seventeen twelve. Or seventeen, thirteen, and then they'll be out again. He, will, a, he won't win a Super Bowl again. We're gonna take a quick break, but I see a lot of teams that put up, in my opinion, thirty plus points all year long, and then get in the playoffs. It's seventeen here. Seventeen should win games. I'll give you the numbers when we come back. as what seventeen points means in uh, National Football League. Kwame Sports Talk. Alex Clancy, Debbie Debray. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice American Network and let's talk football. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. If I'm listening to that in the car, I might want to go out in the club and I ain't been to a club in a long time. Hey, welcome back to the Kwame Lass Sports Talk. Twerking? Twerking. Oh, stop it. <laughs> I, I stop it. Molly Cyrus. She a twerk artist. <laughs> I don't know what I call that an artist. <laughs> do you know every artist? She got some type of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly, she is. Unfair. <laughs> just because you like her? Alex. No. I mean, you just shake your it's, head. This is all. She has the best marketing should, person in the world. Oh, she does. that's absolutely yeah, true. This is what, this is what Christina Aguilera did with the dirty thing. Britney Spears did. This what Madonna. But you got to be. She almost shaved her whole head. You got to be borderline trashy. 
Every time you see her, she got her mouth open, her tongue out. No, she was a girl. She she was a girl that did all that was. stuff. Hannah Montana, whatever the hell the hell that was, and then a she was a good show. girl. And then she sang. She's like, oh, I could sing. Was she on Disney? Because Disney is so corrupt. They 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 multi. I think that was Hannah Montana. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Too. I didn't TiVo it, but I, I think it was on. <laughs> I think it was on. Yeah, you probably did. You got it on your phone. You like yeah. the babies. You like, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Oh, all right. There's a new sport. All right, Ooh. stop um, hating, Alex. As he just said. All, Alex is on Rant Sports. Uh, you blogging for Rant Sports, right? Yeah, RantSports.com. Right. Arizona Cardinals. You got the Cardinals? Mm-hmm. All right, check out uh, Alex blog. You can check out uh, segments of Down and Dirty with Deborah. You can check out her website, Deborah Debris. Come on, Deborah. I'm just I'm, when I do like your clear edge. <laughs> I know that, but I'm, I, I mean, four eight zero two one two nineteen zero nine or Deborah Debris uh, fan page on Facebook. Yeah, I mean, I could say it all, but y'all in the room with me. I'm here. <laughs> well, let me tell you, we were talking about the 17 points and what 17 points is, and we always talked about this when I played. And I don't think it's, I don't think it's ever going to change, you know, unless Chip Kelly and more offense coordinators come in and run our offense like that. But if you hold a team to, if you can score 17 points, uh, and your defense can, these are, this is not obviously, but the numbers have, over the years mm-hmm. has been 17 points or less. You should be in a top 10 defensively. And that should get you in the playoffs all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you got offense to keep turning the ball over and and puts you in a situation where you're playing on a rain of football field, and by that I mean 45 yards, 50 yards in mm-hmm. all the time, most times offensively all you have to do is get two first downs and you can kick a field goal. Yeah, I mean because that's we were talking about this last week. The defenses have become uh, turnover driven. It doesn't matter if you give up a touchdown. If you can get a pick six, that'll help your team more than than you getting beat than you locking down that that receiver. And keeping them from scoring, right? Because most most teams, uh, most defenses, or most teams on that defense side of the football, they they're thinking about score. I know uh, coming in with Buddy Ryan, we were talking about let's score on D. We didn't care what the offense. I think that was made it so great. We didn't care what the offense did. We were trying to win right. a game Do defensively. Your job. Yeah, yeah. Defensively, we were trying to win the games. And you look at Rob and Rex Ryan. That's all they do is try to win a game defensively. Right. Rob Rex it, is over in. Uh, I mean, Rob in New Orleans. I mean, they look like they have a defense now. I know yeah, it's the third week, yeah. third week of the season, but they look like have a defense. Yeah, uh, most of the D players I've worked with, and they're on the sideline. You're right; they're not mm-hmm. looking at the offense. They're thinking about what's the next thing I need to do whenever I get back out there. Right. So they're focused on themselves and their own play. And it came to a point uh, on when, uh, and defensively, we didn't care what the like, to what you said, Deborah. Mm-hmm. We didn't care what they did. Okay, we got it on the five right. yard line. You have no control over what Let's they're doing. The you field. just got to get yeah, get back in there. Keep them. They might get a field goal. Keep them out mm-hmm. of the end zone. And you can win games. So 17 points or less, you should be in the top 10 defensively in every stat, most of the stats. So 17 points is, uh, is huge one way or another. Interesting to watch the special teams, too, when you see some of these kickers and what's going on as far as winning and losing games. I mean, those guys are important to the team, even though they're not looked at quite as look, much as the other players' remember they, positions. Remember, uh, we talk about that we, when we talk about that. Remember, they moved the, uh, the uh, mm-hmm. kickoff start, mm-hmm. point start up. So... Now the balls are traveling out of bounds or in the back of the end zone. Right. And you want to bring them out, and it, I, it bothers me when these guys bring the ball out and only get ten yards. When right. you just take a knee, <laughs> just take a knee and get your twenty. Get your twenty yards. Yeah. It, that's eighty yards as opposed to ninety yards. And then you driving mm-hmm. down the field, it is tough. That matters. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. If you don't give up any big plays, it's tough to be that consistent. Offenses don't have enough patience to nickel and dime you down the field. They right. have to take a shot. Well, uh, I mean, Denver the, did that last night. Yeah, but you mm. look at the Patriots. Well, Denver took some shots, and their shots were probably, uh, probably what's that, 25-yard gains? Those are shots for Denver. But I know you're talking about deep ball, mm. and where's the Patriots? I don't think um, 
Amendola. I don't think he he is no way near, and I don't care what happened in the rest of the season, a West West Welker replacement. The guy was hurt before he even came. He was hurt where he was in St. Louis. He stayed hurt, and he comes. Uh, he goes to New England, and did it. He plays one game, maybe one game. Yeah. The guy stays hurt, and and that's that's just that's disconcerting uh, when you bring a man to do the certain things that you had West Welker do when all you had to do was get Welker a contract. Yeah, but it, yeah, it's fair. But it, it took Welker five years to become West Welker six. Uh, no, no, no. To, uh-uh. Well, because he was he was with me in San Diego, and, and for what uh, one? How many games? Uh, yeah, I was, I'm gonna, I'm going to say that, but the idiot Mark Schoenheimer let him go <laughs> for somebody he liked, not somebody that was better. Then he goes to Miami. And does what he uh, do? We know he's doing now. And Miami, and Miami was beating New England. Plus, they had that. They the one who started that. Um, that um, what? The, what is it? The Wildcat. Wildcat. Mm. Wildcat. So, what about those Cardinals? Yeah. What else? We got four minutes to close. That's we'll wait thirty favorite. seconds before close. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to get too depressed too fast. Nah, they, no, they, they, I still, I'm still. But well, he goes there and he beats New England. West Welker goes to Miami. He, and he does damage against New England. So when he was a free agent, you don't think the Bill Belichick, the great minded deal, sure. Bill Belichick say, I want that guy on my team because I got a quarterback who can get him the ball, let him do his thing. He's still a young guy. That's that's what happens. Amendola is nothing like him. Well, nothing a, well, like Amendola is he's more of a deep threat than Wes Walker. He's got the same kind of hands. He doesn't have the same the cuts that Wes Walker makes. One that broke his knee because of he tore his ACL during, but. He's the thing he did last night when he went to the end zone, faked really quick out and and cut in yeah. for the touchdown was was something that it, Danny Amendola is not fast enough to do. I think every receiver can do that, but you know it's it's right here. It's mentally, uh, mentally is 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 how you approach the game, how you think the game. You got to be thinking football when you're out there. And Wes Walker, Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer, uh, Arizona Cardinals, um, Rashad Johnson. <laughs> The Cardinals lose to Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints, and that they just a better team. And I didn't expect too much, but I was hoping that the Cardinals would be ten and six this year. Um, and it's it's still a long season, a long season to go by fast. If that makes any sense, we got three minutes to break. Alex Clancy and Deborah Debris. So I thought ten and six would be good for the uh, Arizona Cardinals, but they're sitting now one and two. Alex mentioned jokingly off the air they they tied for second in the division. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, the the division kings, I thought would be San Francisco. San Francisco. Right. Yeah. But when you look at the, you know, because def- of the defense, not because of Kaepernick and what he did last year or what they did in the first game, but he Kaepernick looked like a little, he's looking like a second year player. Yeah. Uh, well, if you believe in that sophomore slump stuff, he's right. looking like that. I personally don't. Um, but what um, Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks is doing, they're going to go. Barring any uh, drug situations, uh, PEDs and Adderall, <laughs> Adderall, they look like they look like the team to beat. They look like the team to beat in an NFC along with uh, who's out, who's else up there? Um, the Saints. Saints, yes. Saints. I, I, the Saints are starting to become my pick to come out because Jimmy Graham alone. Oh, it, Jimmy Graham. You cannot like look at they put Teron Matthew on him yesterday. You can't do that. It was you, I mean, you can put Patrick Peterson on him. He is a foot taller than every DB that he's going to face. Right. I mean, take away Seattle maybe because they're all 6'3". So they all have some height that other teams don't have. But he's, he's the new greatest thing in the world in the NFL. He's uh, Antonio Gates. 
Yeah, but uh, he's taller oh, and, yeah. and thicker. Well, they, every year they get better. These guys get stronger, quicker, and faster. It's like $6 million man. He's like Gronk <laughs> with a better 40 time. You are way better. But a lot of these guys are coming. <laughs> a lot of these guys are coming out of uh, programs where they play basketball. Look, Julius Thomas, Portland State didn't yep. play didn't play a lick of football in college. He played a little bit, but Antonio Antonio Gates. that gives him speed and the ability to cut. Yeah, yeah. great hands. Yeah. Right. Antonio yeah. Gates went to the Sweet Sixteen with Kent State. Right. And then he came and played ba- came and played with Chargers. Ridiculous. Hey, that's that's our show. Uh, thanks for listening. Thank Mike Gregor for calling in. Uh, check out the. Um, the uh, sports bronies, jabronis. Why well, I keep saying bronies? Sound like know. Italian. <laughs> sound like an Italian sandwich. Sports uh, jabronis out in Philly. That's uh, Mike Gregory and Joe Dara. Uh, they are on at 7 p.m. on Fridays, 4 p.m. our time, which is in West Coast Arizona time. Uh, thanks, Alex Clancy, Deborah Bree. Check out their blogs. Check out the website. Quamalas Sports Talk. We would take the show in October, sometime in October, to four days. Uh, we do a whole lot of things. Uh, so get ready. Sponsors, get ready to come in. Start knocking on our doors. Quamalai Sports Talk. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks uh, also, John Missile, for the e-cards. Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.